I was a freelancer for most of my 20s. Anything marketing, social media, event production, I was your boy. And in 2016, I was hired to do social media management for The Fly Honey Show. The Fly Honey Show is a massive organism that is hard to describe, but I'm going to try. It's part cabaret, dance show, it's sexy, it's powerful, it has a message, it's aggressively queer, and it will change you. It definitely changed me. My name is Elisa. My pronouns are she, her. Do you like joy? Do you like friendship? Do you like community? Do you like having a place to scream about it? Do you like having a place to feel about it? I am a dancer. I also serve as part of the choreography team. And I'm also on the marketing team as the social media manager. This is how I met Elisa. When I came back to the show my second year, Elisa joined me on the marketing team. Back then, we were just two Black queer Libras trying to make some art and pay our rent. I've been a part of the show since year five. So that's 2016, something like that, yeah. The Fly Honey show is now in its 12th year. There were rumors that it was going to sunset in its 10th year. Now something huge happened in 2020, as we all know. So my question was why did the show come back? So I talked to a few friends to see if they could help me understand what happened, why the show is important, and to help you understand what the show actually is. My name is Ginny Cook, and I am a dancer in the show. I've been participating in Fly Honey since 2011, which was the second year of the project. I generally refer to it as a queer variety show, a celebration of body and sex, a reclaiming, a transcendent moment of togetherness. When I was considering who I wanted to talk to for this piece, I knew that I wanted a range of perspectives. And one of the first people that came to mind was actually my mother. We have a unique relationship. I'm an only child. She's a single mom. I am a Black transmasculine queer person. She is a Black lesbian. And what that means is our communities often overlap. So we have this luckily close, but also relatively intense bond. For example, there is a bar in Chicago on the north side. It's popping off right now. Shout out to them, queer bar owned by two black lesbians. And I know that every time I want to go to that bar, I'm either going to run into my mom or I'm going to run into an ex. The last time I was there, both of those things happened. I wanted her to feel the power of the show. And so I decided to bring her. Hi, my name is Charlotte and I'm 67 years old. What I remember about it was the energy within the room. There were just people everywhere, you know, along the walls, on the floor. You had the Fly Honeys up on the stage with their band and stuff. So it, was, it felt very electric to be in the room with all of these queer people from various walks. I mean, it was just lots, lots of energy there. I did not know what to expect, but I didn't know what kind of message there was going to be. So what I remember really loving about it 
was males and females, again, across the LBGTQI spectrum and all body types. So there was this message of body positivity, of inclusiveness, as come as you are. You know, there was certainly the kink piece. So it was like, be you. And that's all we want you to do is be you. Can you share any reactions that you've gotten from the show that stand out? There's nothing more powerful to me than being with an audience member that is especially like an intimate friend and feeling the heat off of their bodies in a true way. I feel like the show is just like holds a lighter to the dust particles that hang out on the edges of people's lives. I couldn't stay in my seat. It lights people up. How did it make you feel about your body? As an older female, you know, we're told all kinds of things about our body, particularly as we're aging and things are, you know, gravity's pulling on us, menopause is happening. And so to see so many people on the stage with so many things going on and and everybody feeling very comfortable with how they present themselves in the world it made me really start to question you know what's wrong with me why do i think this way you know i'm fine and and to just really be comfortable within myself the space took me on this transformation of being okay with what i got and celebrating what i got and like you know, especially being a, a black woman, like I understand my power in this way that I didn't understand my power before I did this show. And that's because of the people that celebrate me and also the people that I share the space with, with other black bodies in the show of being like, we look good. Our melanin is so good. And there is power in it. And just constantly being reaffirmed that like my body is fine and my skin is great, and my voice is great, and my hair is great, like, but constantly being celebrated, and it changes, it changes how you walk through the world. Can you tell me about the ways that it's impacted your relationship with your sexuality? I probably wouldn't be out if it wasn't for the Fly Honey show, to be completely honest. I really credit the show hugely and being able to like claim my own needs and desires. When I started Fly Honey, I thought I was straight. <laughs> I was in a monogamous, hetero relationship. I was deeply unhappy. It was a deeply toxic relationship. And as I was going through the process of the shows, I was like, hmm, some don't feel right. <laughs> I'm in this space and I am feeling quite different. And I got out of that relationship and and I was like, actually, I am I am gay as a live long day. But there is this when you're in the space, it's made me so happy in my sexuality. I have met some of the greatest loves of my life because of this show and you know, relationships come and go. But like there is just something so beautiful about being affirmed in my choices of who I want to be with. There were rumors in 2019 <laughs> that the show was going to end. Uh -huh. It was year 10, your ex. Uh -huh. And it was maybe sunsetting. We don't know. So in your perspective, was the show going to end? And why do you think that is? I, being on the inside, I don't know if the show was going to end. I think it was going to pause and see what else it could be. 
and what else it could serve. And like terms of like community classes of dance classes, like how can it connect more with the outreach of the of the community it's serving? And 2019 being year 10 felt like a great opportunity to step back and reset and reassess, but no one knew for sure. And then the pandemic came, so we didn't have to make that choice. I think the show and the evolution since 2019 has been how can we show up? And also how can we give happiness and hope and joy when we did 509 that was like right when like the me too movement and we both all of us were like we're angry and we feel like we're in battle and so a lot of our conversations were like we have to hive up we have like the army we got the squad and so when we did fly honey 10 it was this moment of like we are here, we're feeling really celebratory, but we're also like very aware that this is our ecosystem. How can we just like make this sustainable, this feeling sustainable? This most recent weekend at Talia, although it was kind of quote unquote a pop-up performance, it felt enormously different because of the row decision. The Fly Honey show ran over Pride Weekend which also coincided with the weekend that Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. There's nothing else that I would have wanted to be doing other than being on that stage with those people and that audience. It feels more urgent now. It was it was really like for fun with a good message. And there's been a lot to speak about over the years, especially since like Trump was elected in 2016, you know, I think that the show kind of doubled down on being political and being really clear about that. But yeah, it, it, I think that there's an urgency around building these spaces in a sustainable way now. We all need to move our bodies. We're all really sad for a list, a laundry list of reasons. So if we can just like help you move your body, that helps us and like helps helps keep the 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 honey energy alive. This piece was created for the Vocalo Summer 2022 Storytelling Workshop. It was hosted and produced by me, Chris Walker. I want to give a special thank you to Elisa Gregory, Jenny Cook, and my mom, Charlotte Walker, for talking with me. I also want to thank the founder of The Fly Honey Show, Aaron Kilmurray, for letting me use recordings from the show. You can get more honey by following them on Instagram, at The Fly Honeys, and you can follow me on Instagram, at Chris Walker was here, C-H-R-I-S, Walker, was here. <laughs>